Welcome to More Than a Cake Stall, Season 2, Grace Origins. I'm your host, Sylvia Sue, and this season, we hope to help you prepare your heart for the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. We'll be dropping two episodes a week in December, reflecting on the grace origins of Jesus's origin story, the women in his distant lineage, his mother and aunt, and the prophetess who met him in his infancy. May these stories compel your heart to worship and adoration. Thanks for joining us. A Mobitess in the genealogy of Jesus? It should be unheard of. The Moabites and Israelites were enemies and distant cousins, tracing back to Abraham. The Book of Numbers recounts their military and religious conflict, famously featuring a talking donkey, and the Book of Judges recounts the cruel oppression the Israelites suffered under a Moabite king who eventually came to a crude and comical demise. Moabite women, in particular, were renowned for turning Israelite men away from God towards sexual immorality and idolatry. So much so that marriages with Moabite women were prohibited and the descendants of such a union would be banned from the assembly of God's people until the 10th generation. But, Because Jesus' genealogy reveals his origins of grace, we discover Ruth, a Moabitess, woven into Jesus' human DNA. Living in Moab, Ruth had married an Israelite man who had fled Israel with his family because of famine. But he died, along with his father and brother, leaving behind their childless widows. Jewish tradition had already warned that Moabite women would lead God's people into sexual immorality and idolatry. One might expect that Ruth would either abandon her destitute mother-in-law or lead her down a sinful path. But Ruth is resolute. She resolved to stay with Naomi. She boldly declared, Your people are my people, your God is my God. And together... They returned to Bethlehem. This was, of course, a sign of loyalty and filial love, but it was so much more. Like Rahab before her, Ruth had come to know the God of the Israelites and chose to worship him, him alone. Although it would be hard as a childless, widowed Moabitess to live among the Israelites, Ruth chose to go with Naomi live in obedience to God's law with God's people. They arrived at Bethlehem at just the right time, during the barley harvest. Ruth went out to glean behind the harvesters, a provision made in God's law for the widow and immigrant. It turned out that she was gleaning in the field of Boaz, a man of standing and relative of her late father-in-law. When Boaz discovered Ruth's identity and her loyalty to Naomi, he repaid her in kind. He blessed Ruth, praying that she would be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Boaz extended generosity to her, providing protection from male predators 
ensuring she had enough to eat and drink and was able to glean abundantly from his fields. After consulting with Naomi, Ruth returned to Boaz and boldly invited him to fulfill the prayer he had prayed. She asked him, Spread your wings over your servant, for you are a redeemer. She repeated Boaz's words back to him, inviting him to take part in God's protection and refuge over her. It was a marriage proposal, wrapped in theological and legal phrasing. Ruth reminded Boaz of his legal responsibility to take on his late relative's land and dependence, to redeem them from their destitute state and restore them to wellness. A man of great standing, Boaz publicly and legally accepted Ruth's proposal to be her kinsman, Redeemer. Boaz purchased Naomi's husband's debt-filled estate and married Ruth. At last, their tragedy turned to joy. This ethnic outsider became part of God's people. God's law was upheld and obeyed, revealing his grace, generosity and commitment to the widow and foreigner. And God's redemptive plan in Jesus is glimpsed as Boaz redeems Ruth and Naomi from their destitute state. Ruth's shame is washed away and she receives honour as she gives birth to a son named Obed. Although the law forbade the descendants of Moab Israelite children from entering the assembly of God's people, God's grace has always redeemed the law. And so, Obed fathered Jesse, and Jesse fathered David, Ruth's great-grandson, who not only entered the assembly of God's people, but was anointed to lead them as their king. Ruth has taken refuge under the generous wings of the Lord God who provides, not only for his people, but for the migrant in their midst. Ruth took refuge under the generous wings of the Lord God who provides, not only for his people, but for the migrant in their midst. The Lord God whose law recognises the plight of the widow and safeguards against their demise. Ruth had taken refuge under the gracious wings of the Lord God, who looks not only on the outward appearance, but at the heart. The Lord God who redeems his people, delivering them from their destitute state, lifting them out of their depression and restoring them to be made whole, free from shame. And of course, we see all this in Jesus. Jesus, whose compassion and generosity constantly extended to the most destitute women. Jesus, who bridges the gap between Moabites, Israelites, and every other tribe and nation, allowing us to enter together into the assembly of God's people, whatever our ethnic extraction. Jesus, who redeems us from sin at a great cost. Not money in exchange for land, but his very life in exchange for our freedom from sin. 
Jesus, who redeems us from sin at a great cost, not money in exchange for land, but his very life in exchange for our freedom from sin. And Jesus, who washes away our shame, honouring us as his beloved brothers and sisters, children of the one true God.